1: Chicago welcome in to the Chicago sports podcast presented by Goose Island the official beer of CHGO. find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash Casey
0: Goose Island
1: locations come on now shoot what's up everyone (laughs) Kevin Kadek Head of content here, C H E O Casey Standahar. Way to ruin the start of the show. Aww. Resident failure. Can, only go, can only go up from here.
0: Don't use the URL that I recommended. It'll lead you nowhere.
1: <laughs> Lawrence Benedetto is behind the board, as always, and on today's show, stepping in over the boards from C H E O Blackhawks, Mario Tirabasi.
2: What's up? Thanks Hello. for having me. Kevin, your vo- voice is very booming, just in general. I'm in amazing. this room just it is. echoes i'm impressed at the acoustics That's i'm trying so
1: nice. to keep up th- it's uh it's thursday it's been a long week i'm trying to get the energy levels up yeah is it working i i it's helping me
2: <laughs> i also had an extra large coffee today so nice i, I saw that 7-eleven no, it's from Circle K.
1: Oh, Circle K. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that was. I like that cup. I, I do too. I love that they have the uh, the extra large coffees on that the Badass today. Babes Club. Yeah, I put it in the in the Badass Babes Club mug because I mean, I'm babe. part of the club, right? Definitely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, gotta well, represent. you're
1: here. We're going to be talking about the crazy week that was, um, and continues to be, with the an, Chicago Blackhawks. Quite a uh, month this week. <laughs> yeah. First, we got to take care of some business. Uh, show news. Yours truly and Casey are headed down to Nashville Monday morning. First thing Monday morning, what? With the rest of the baseball crew, they let you go. Yeah, I'm are kind the Sox I'm moving I'm to Nashville? Free. They're yes. not. We're I'm doing Nashville the winter Sound. meetings. Oh, okay. We're coming back with Shohei Itani, uh, Dutter. whether he likes it or not. <laughs> We're gonna steal him,
3: or don't come back if you don't. Brave. Casey's
1: been brushing up on her Japanese. Mm-hmm.
3: So, I, by like, the way, I'm not kidding. I've already started asking, like, should we be do if this happens? Should we be doing a She's Geo Cubs in Japanese podcast at least once a week?
1: There's got to be a, some sort of automated service that would. I don't think. Transcribe it should be what no, we let's s- do
3: this for real. Let's I mean, hire some
1: subtitles
2: on YouTube.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: I mean, I don't know if Cody can I mean, subtitles. Lawrence, if you would like to teach everyone, you know, classroom uh, style.
3: I don't know Mandarin, or I don't know <laughs> Japanese. I don't know any sort of language other than a little bit of French. Un petit peu.
1: <laughs> no, it, doesn't, it doesn't really help us oh much. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun down there. So look first down there. I, we might try to fire off th- this podcast, too, as well, because I'm not coming back on Thursday. And How I'm many times are you to going to Nashville in a year?
0: Oh, I, it's, been a, it's been a three-time Nashville year,
1: 2023.
0: Jeez. Once for the NHL draft, which we had a blast Second time was a leisure activity for fun. Third time is now winter meetings. Bachelorette party? It was not.
1: Okay.
0: It was a women in sports weekend. So kind of like a bachelorette party. party. Business and pleasure. Similar. Similar,
1: yeah. All right, this week's Taking Care of Business Award goes to Chicago Bears kicker, Cairo Santos, say it to me, Santos, hi, ho, a hi, ho, hi, ho. He is the special teams player of the month for November, made four of five field goals in Monday's 12 to 10 win over the Vikings. So if you were keeping score at home, that was Cairo Santos, 12, Minnesota Vikings, 10, <laughs> and uh, he's 23 of 25 this season. Also, he's a free agent come January. Oh, so boy. Ryan Poles has got to get out that checkbook. Because after the entire Cody Parkey debacle, uh, which basically made Matt Nagy turn into a crazy person, uh, we've actually finally found a guy you can count on every time you send him out there. And even when he misses, like he did the first field goal on Monday night, he comes back and drills it. So Yeah, that's
2: important to be able to do as a kicker.
1: Yeah, so uh, congratulations to Cairo. This week's Taking Care of Business Award, powered by Comet. All right, let's get into the big story. Um, sometimes, you know, the way hockey goes, you need kind of a weird story for it to kind of bubble up with all the meatballs. And unfortunately, I don't know, not even the meatballs, just casual fans, not even casual fans, people might, who don't even care about hockey were asking me about this. But yeah, it's been a very weird week for for the Blackhawks. I know I was getting a lot of questions. I know people were texting Casey, so I can't even imagine what it was like for you, Mario, <laughs> this past week. Yeah.
2: Uh, it has been quite interesting. The, the different, um, avenues in which people can get a hold of me <laughs> for friends and family and randos online as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want me to go through the whole timeline, or do we do we no, no, I mean, know J, the whole story?
1: <laughs> Jay Zawaski actually did a very yeah. great uh, timeline TikTok, uh, or well, I shouldn't say TikTok, but a TikTok timeline on allchgo So it's not on TikTok. Well, before TikTok, you used to call a timeline a TikTok, but now you did. I, mean, I okay. did. Yeah, right. I've
3: never I would just heard call that. it a timeline
1: personally.
0: That just aged you, Kev.
1: Jay Zawaski did an all CHGO. So if you want to yeah. know how we went from Corey Perry being greeted by a group of children coming off the ice at Fifth Third Arena uh, last Tuesday, November twenty first, to no longer being a Blackhawk on Tuesday, November twenty eighth, yeah, go check that out. Were you there when he was coming off the ice with all those kids? Yeah,
2: it was. It was a regular. You know, practice, they, they were heading uh, to Columbus later that night to play the, the Blue Jackets on Wednesday. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, that was the first game in which um, Lucas Reichel had been moved up to the top line with Philip Kershev and Connor Bedard. So people were excited about that. The top power play unit was all the kids, Bedard, Reichel, Kershev, Korczynski, and then Perry was on the top power play unit. And then, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he, he has been uh, he's been a, an enemy of the Blackhawks and of basically 31 other teams in the NHL that he didn't play for mm-hmm. year after year, uh, except for the team that he played for, loved him. And when he came here, quickly turned a lot of people in the fan base to loving what he was able to bring uh, to the team on the ice. He was brought in to be a guy off the ice in the locker room as a you know a, a long time veteran a guy who's won a Stanley Cup a guy who's won an MVP and be you know one of those mentors to the young players to Connor Bedard and he's you know he's from all accounts leading up to Tuesday he had been doing a lot of the the right things that you wanted to see out of a guy who was just brought into Chicago. Like he was acclimating himself to the fan base. And you know, the, that Tuesday practice, he's, you know, practices it over. He steps off the ice and all the kids run over and he's, they're handing him hats and t-shirts and jerseys and water bottles and stuff. He's signing it all. He's giving them high fives and stuff. Like it was a really cool scene. And then we're doing our pregame show for Wednesday night's game. And we get the news that, you know, Perry's been an organizational decision scratch and we're all, confused and then you know everything happens over the last week and boom he's gone and it's you know it's one of those things that it's just like it's hard we may never know the full story mm-hmm. and honestly I, I I I think that's completely fine I, I think as we've tried to keep in perspective as, as more information has, has come out especially since Kyle Davidson talked um, keep in perspective that there isn't Unnamed party involved in this, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of uh, awfulness on the internet and 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 in, in the public space that this person doesn't doesn't deserve to be exposed to. Mm-hmm. So, as much of the story as we know is that there was some event that was held, uh, that was a Blackhawks event with corporate sponsors and team employees all there. Uh, Frank Saravalli yesterday was reporting that, you know, Perry was uh, involved in some sort of uh, alcohol-fueled incident with a team employee. And, uh, you know, that that report got back to the Blackhawks on Wednesday while they were in Columbus, and they they took action. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is an organization that has uh, no leeway in the public space of... In in situations like this, given what happened, um, you know Brad Aldrich's sexual assaults against Kyle Beach and everything that that happened with the cover up, they have no leeway to, you know, be in the public space and do anything wrong, like have any missteps. And honestly, to go from reported incident to six days later, hard, you know, action dismissal yeah. and getting rid of Perry in 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 the way that they did is actually really impressive and. The, the way to go about it, the way it was, the information was put out there. Sure. You can say that maybe X, Y, Z could have been better, mm-hmm. but I think given the circumstances, given the information they had, they did the best that they could. And, and Kyle Davidson, you could tell in his press conference was like wearing a lot of the yeah, he looked emotions. Distraught. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's no secret. Uh, the, the rumors and speculations and all that ran wild because that's what the internet is built for basically. Um, and, just, and they had to address it. And I'm glad that they did. Um, because it was ridiculous what was happening. And yeah. I, 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 think that it's just, uh, you know, it's a situation that when you look at it from a bird's eye view, they, they did the right thing in, in the right way. And you know, I, 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 Commend them for for being able to do that.
0: It's unfortunate because the the Blackhawks have done such a nice job reinventing their image yeah. and working through the things they had to work through to get to the place where the franchise as a whole and front office and every everything was respected again and and
2: starting you know, to get there. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I,
0: I think they had done a lot to try to fix that mm-hmm. and work through those issues. And for this to happen again, you see Kyle Davidson just like, Mm -hmm. how could one more thing?
2: Just wanted to, you know, just wanted to go give him a big hug. Yeah, he he was he was. It's very rare to see someone in his Mm -hmm. position have that level of emotion Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. kind of setting.
0: And he's a young guy, so he's he's learning this all in real time. And I like how he said. Someone said, "Should you have done this sooner before the rumors started circulating?" And he said, "We had to take time to." navigate this and go through an official investigation. We yeah. needed this much time.
1: I mean you you're trying to figure out exactly what happened with a situation that presumably you weren't present at, right? So you got to right, f- right. gather the facts, right? Mm-hmm. So at, at 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 any point when do you have time? When does Kyle Davidson have time to sit back and say what is the most ridiculous rumor that could happen on Twitter mm-hmm. and spread like wildfire to the point where every single person that Mario has talked to in the past twenty years is going to be texting and asking him <laughs> right, about it? Yeah. That that just doesn't happen, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess the organizational decision, yes, it did leave it open to a wide array of things, but you couldn't have said it was personal. You know, it was a personal problem or anything, right. because then that. You know, that's a different different connotation. Yeah.
2: Well, and, that, um, and that's one thing that early last week that I was saying, I was like, if it's a personal matter, just say that. Because right. earlier this month, Nikita Zaitsev missed some time for a personal matter and no one batted an eye. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because it's Nikita Zaitsev compared to Corey Perry, but if it w- if that had been the case, you would have been like, okay, there's something going on. And you but know, it's, it's the you, same thing with Alan that.
0: Williams and the bears, like these personal matters. And then they're, they're away, they're away. And mm-hmm. then really, what is it? And everyone starts to speculate. I'm hearing things out of Columbus, you know, and it's just like, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. he stood up and said something when he did. So,
1: so it's, it's obvious that uh, I think the Blackhawks protocols that were put in place after the Kyle beach situation they worked. They worked. Yeah. So th- th- that that that's this person. A great thing. This
2: person felt comfortable yeah. to go to management and say, because it's it's not a it's not a uh, easy thing to do to say, hey, this very well known yeah. and very you know respected in different regards around the league player had an incident with me, and I either wasn't comfortable with it or felt attacked or whatever it was they felt comfortable to be able to go to management and go through the proper channels yeah. and say, this happened to me. And the Blackhawks took took the proper actions. Mm-hmm.
1: Zach Osborne in the YouTube chat says, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Too fast, not fast enough. Too short an investigation. Investigation took too long. People are going to whine no matter what happens. Yeah. I, I had that thought several times after reading some of the comments to, you know, whether it's your tweets or mm-hmm. you know tweets uh, by other reporters. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: yeah. mean, there's there's no perfect way to handle this, I would right. say, but given the way that it was handled by the Blackhawks, it's kind of as best of a scenario as as possible that it right. could have been.
1: And the other side of it too is like, I mean, do people not work for companies generally when there is HR involved and it's, it's personal stuff, like that stuff does not really get made public. Right.
2: And you have you to, know? and for the NHL, you have to go through the players union. You have to go through the league. Like there's so many
1: mm-hmm. different
2: channels that in, in, yeah, in these situations that
1: you have to go through, that you the union could still file a grievance on this.
2: Yeah, they could. Um, I, I, I think it'd be very interesting if they did because if that were to happen, I think we're going to get a then lot of detail about what happened. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I that that would be interesting to see. I, there have been times where um, players have been um, had their contracts terminated before for various reasons, um, and the league has. Stepped or the the PA has stepped in to to file grievance, mm-hmm. and there have been times where they said, you know what, we're not going to, we don't really have your back on this one. Right. So I, I don't know what, what will happen, but I think there's a 60-day timeline for that
1: to happen. Um, so we'll see. Um, so there's uh, still a cynical side of me, though, that says, okay, this was a pretty easy decision to make. You know, Corey Perry did something wrong. Um, you're gone, right? Mm-hmm. But... It was also easy hockey decision, right? If we're being cynical, this doesn't really hurt the Blackhawks. This is not derail a Stanley Cup run, whatever. No. Let's let's say that it, that situation had been is it, the same call made. I don't know. Obviously, we can't answer it, yes or no. Um, I think
2: I think given where the team is at, I think the way that they've talked, management has yeah. has has talked about what they are trying to do. To rebuild a culture and to rebuild the the image of the Blackhawks so like 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 you alluded to Casey, like they have done a lot. And mm. and I believe in the words and the things that have been put in place by yeah. Kyle Davidson and Danny uh Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner and, and the head of heads of management for the Blackhawks. And sure, if this was, you know, a more prominent player right. that this happened to, you can you can think like hey,
1: be a be I I understand. We've being all heard things right. about about the championship era, era right? Well, okay, you so know?
2: throw the championship era out because obviously right, they right. covered up something huge and, and a big right. a big. Uh,
1: I, I'm just saying, yeah. Problem, but yeah. So I,
2: I i would I would say knowing where the where the team is at, knowing where management um, has kind of drawn a line of kind of like a no tolerance policy, mm-hmm. they have to have it because. They, they are wearing this black eye of what happened to um, Kyle Beach in, in 2010, and it's not going to go away. Like, it's it's not going to heal very fast. So right. the, the eyes of the league, the eyes of the sports world in general, when it comes to the Blackhawks, are glaring. They're, they're s- staring right at them. So I, I can't imagine that um, they would take any steps that would be, you know, devious or any missteps like that like they they have to be by the book in in handling this do we want to break some news yeah do you have the
3: uh yeah elliot friedman uh just tweeted this that Corey perry released a (sighs) statement
2: wow okay um (laughs) i don't know if anyone wants to read this Uh, aloud mario maybe sure i can read it go go for it mario uh i would like this this is cory perry's words All right, I'm reading this for the first time. I would like to sincerely apologize to the entire Chicago Blackhawks organization, including ownership, management, coaches, trainers, employees, and my teammates. I would also like to apologize to my fans and family. I am embarrassed and have let you all down. As a result of my actions, there has been speculation and rumors. I am sickened by the impact this has had on others, and I want to make it clear that in no way did this situation involve any of my teammates or their families. Most importantly, I want to directly apologize to those who have been negatively affected and I am sorry for the additional impact to others it has created. My behavior was inappropriate and wrong. I have started working with experts in the mental health and substance abuse fields to discuss my struggles with alcohol and I will take whatever steps necessary to ensure this never happens again. I hope to regain the trust and respect of everyone who has been, who has believed in me throughout my career. Once again, I am deeply sorry, Corey Perry. Interesting. Okay. So he dispels the uh, ridiculous rumors. Well, it's just unfortunate
0: that someone like Connor Bedard and his family had to g- come here and then go it's, through that it's, this quickly.
3: <laughs> it's such, you know, like
0: that's what makes terrible. me mad. It's or like forever, or ever. Yes. But also just like, this is supposed to be like this big year for him and his first year in the NHL. And he's already dealing with this ridiculousness.
2: Mm-hmm. You're welcome to the NHL moment should be your first game, your first home game, your first goal. And, the biggest thing that's happened, I would say outside of, you know, highlight reel stuff is this, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's horrible for him. And he is, he is such a better person than I think most people are (laughs) and to, to have the character and maturity that, that he has and he's shown at 18 years old is, it's truly impressive.
1: Um, I I was thinking today that, you know, superstars in the seventies, eighties, and I guess, you know, even the nineties, they had it so good in pre-social media. And just not, I mean, sure. imagine if Michael Jordan had had sure. Twitter and Instagram and TikTok on him. Oh, man. in the middle eighties.
3: I would love to see all the videos of him just partying it up in the club.
2: <laughs> God, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, uh, but yes, also terrible for him.
3: It's
2: yeah,
1: it's, it's it would have been mischief. partying up in the club. It would have been him with like a you know putting uh, oh, a hundred thousand dollars on hand. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean i i, I i'm I'm glad that something has, mm-hmm. has come out for, cause I was, I, I was thinking earlier today, I was just like, you know, we may or may not ever hear from Corey Perry's side of things. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's okay. So it's good to see, you know, there, there, there is, as this week has gone on, so much has been like, you know, the secrecy, what are they not telling us? What happened? What happened? What happened? First off, none of us are entitled to know all the details, but now that we're slowly getting more of the story unraveling. And now that Corey Perry has released a a statement, you can at least see, okay, this is what happened. This is what didn't happen, Mm -hmm. you know, in generalities. And you can kind of see here's how it, it's impacting him. And here are the steps he's going to take to move forward. The apologies uh, are to basically everybody, which is, is good to see. And it's good to see that, you know, since this, now seems pretty clear it was alcohol induced, um, that he's he's going to be looking to, you know, better himself in in that world as well.
1: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I want to talk about how this kind of affects the twenty twenty three, twenty four Chicago Blackhawks because not only do you not have uh Corey Perry anymore, but you also don't have Taylor Hall who is uh, out for the year with an injury, uh, but first I want to talk about Midtown Athletic Clubs, which uh, that has played a big part in our week. We were out there at the. Some uh, of us were. Well, some of us, I, Casey and I were, uh, in addition to others. We were out there yesterday, shooting content and getting a just a tour of that space. And it is by far the, I mean, the the greatest <laughs> athletic beautiful. club I've I've ever been in. Really, so um, we're really happy to be partnering with them. Uh, as we head into December and then then resolution season. And if you are thinking about joining an athletic club, you have to check this place out because it pales in comparison. Everything else pales in comparison to to Midtown Athletic Club. They have four Chicagoland locations uh, in addition to Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel, which is right in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Uh, There's one in Willowbrook, one in Bannockburn, And one in Palatine in the northwest suburbs, um, which has just launched a multi-million dollar transformation, which will be complete in early 2024. And if you're thinking about joining that one, go in there now because you can lock in those favorable construction rates if you join before the end of the year. Uh, These clubs have something for everyone, and we can attest to that. Uh, Casey and I did a a variety of things yesterday. We're paying for it now. Uh, We did cardio tennis. We did... Uh, some sort of hot yoga which was really tough i could not keep up with it uh casey did but she said it was one of the toughest yoga classes that it was she ever hard did. and
0: we were like shooting content in between and that was yeah. difficult the tennis was fun the workout class was very difficult
1: we did like a crossfit type thing on, that was on the field uh, that was really fun and then and
0: then the yoga was hard and
1: then we played some basketball shot some hoops yes yeah so again yeah. it's like the, it was really the, I, I, we were there all day and then we after that we did a little, little steam room little sauna then we had dinner upstairs there was a bar to hang out in there was families do, there doing homework together eating uh people socializing it's kind of like a country club uh without ha- going and having to play golf so although they did have a golf simulator which we did that was our nightcap so yes uh go, head over to midtown.com forward slash chgo to find out more and to uh, get a tour of the midtown athletic club whichever one is near you again that's midtown.com forward slash chgo casey name? you want to tell yes. us about game time casey i do casey this is your turn that's this casey so was thinking
0: about that, that Mid- dead midtown. air
3: we need to um up.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about game time because this is like the season where you're giving gifts <laughs> that are tickets
3: mm-hmm.
0: and you don't want it to be frustrating. You don't want it to be, no, you know, a difficult time. I hate when you go to get tickets and you get like a, just a seat with an obstructive view or you get a bad ticket. Why and even oh, be there? That. Why even be there? So you don't have to worry about this with game time though. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy theater events near you they have killer last minute deals all prices views from your seat best price guarantee game time really takes the guesswork out of buying tickets so we have looked at bulls tickets here concert tickets love a good comedian at chicago theater you could go check out that over the holidays it's always fun to go downtown during the holidays and do something like that Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they have last minute flash deals. They have zone deals. They're easy to find tickets. Um, and you can kind of look for anything in, in your area. Um, they have, like I said, views from your seats. They have the lowest price guarantee events, cancellation, protection, job loss protection, et cetera. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy, you know, exactly what to expect when you arrive. I love that. I want to be like, how are me and whoever I'm going with going to feel in these seats? Yeah. It's a good, it's a good feeling to know that ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, All in prices show your total up front. So, you know, you're getting the best deal without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps on the app. Um, Flash deals. Like I said, all you have to do is download the game time app, create an account and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed
1: guaranteed game time game of the week uh lawrence was just showing predators at blackhawks
3: yeah, yeah. that's on the fifth that's their next home game
1: uh should Some be a good 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 deals one. out there i was looking at it uh the other night i almost went out to the game against seattle and yeah. uh then i decided it was a little too cold and i didn't want to walk from you them. can go
0: see the stones next year
1: Yes. Next year.
0: At Soldier Field. Yeah. The if summer. they're still
1: around. In the summer. Yeah.
0: They'll still be around. Um, <laughs> Nick will never die.
3: June 27th and 30th at Soldier Field. Sure. Fun. Unfortunately, game Mariah? time
1: right now, uh, their publicity photo for Rolling Stones also includes Charlie Watts. Yes. Uh, you do yes. not expect to see him.
3: No. Uh, no. Mariah. Casey, into Mariah the Mariah. K? You want to hear some uh, Christmas music I'm from okay. Mariah?
2: Wow. Is she okay. coming to the United States? I mean, Center? she's probably on, uh, great. Yeah, on the 3rd, which is Sunday. On the 3rd, wow. Is she just going to play uh, All I Want for Christmas is You? I think for over like and over. like three hours? Yes. Sweet. That is correct. Good song. Uh, pay to Me see too. that.
0: We love that song. She's misses <laughs> Christmas.
2: She has done a great job of <laughs> making the most of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's for sure.
1: I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in right now, listening to Blackhawks Hockey here with, with Mario. Hit that like button. Uh, the Hawks play tonight against the Red Wings. And like I alluded to before the break, I think the Blackhawks came into this, you know, thinking this was going to be a season in which Taylor Hall and Corey Perry could maybe help, um, Connor Bedard Mm -hmm. get through the NHL, get him acclimated to life in the NHL, help him on the ice, uh, with their talents and and their know-how. And those guys are not here anymore. At least, you know. Um, Taylor Hall will be here next year because he's on a two-year contract, right. presumably. Um, Corey Perry will not be. This no. is a team that has looked at times. Hey, like you got, you've gotten really excited at times. Other times they've gone out and have not looked great, which I think is to be expected. But like, what going forward from here? Like, what do you really expect, Mario? They're they're twenty five percent of the way into the season.
2: I think the. The hangup that's been for us this, this year is that last year's team was out talented in like 95% of games that they played, but they were not outworked in most of those games. They, mm-hmm. they had the mentality that they were going to come in, play a simple game, play with purpose. And it was a reflection of what Luke Richardson um, preached coming in as, as a first year coach, and so we expected this year's team, which on paper looked a little bit more talented uh, up and down the roster and would have that same mentality and that same you know effort and energy level night in and night out that, that we saw last season. And we haven't seen that mm-hmm. for most games, I'd say this year um, the their Their last game against uh, Seattle was. Probably the the quintessential game that Luke Richardson wants them to play and they played Straightforward north and south. They were getting goals off of um, deflections rebounds in in tight around the net like Those are the kinds of of plays that this team has to rely on like we're all excited about seeing you know Bedard and Reichel and Kershev and and these young guys um, That have a lot of skill we're really excited to see them show off that skill right mm-hmm. but they're not there yet they're, they're they're not the guys that can control the the game the flow of the game and this isn't the this isn't the roster that's built to make every goal a highlight goal like this is a roster that still needs to just go straight to the net try and get pucks through with with traffic rebounds simple things things right. that they've been taught and told since they started playing hockey when they were four five, six years old. Um, so that's, that's the expectation losing uh, guys like Taylor. First off, losing Taylor Hall who came into the year expecting to be connected at the hip with, with Connor Bedard, wherever he was playing in the lineup. Um, that's, that's a big loss. And and it's frustrating because he was a guy that was coming into this team with an opportunity to, you know, play in a top line role, something he hasn't done in, in a few years, Mm -hmm. um, got, you know, a number one pick in, 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 when he was drafted in 2010, a former MVP, like this, another guy who has done a lot in his career and not having him on the ice, he's still around the team, but not having him on the ice is, is, is a big blow to the, to the team. Absolutely. Not having Perry around. Um, I mean, he was, to be honest, he was pretty effective and he was one of those guys He was third on the team in scoring, uh, before he was dismissed from the team. He was one of those guys that was like, yeah, this, he understood the assignment of this is a North and this has to be a North and South team. You can't be flashy with this style, with this, with this group yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have Nick Felino around who basically, I mean, you're de facto should captain, be the right? ca- Like, honestly, he's the captain of this team right now. Um, and he's been the one that has been facing the media a lot. And he has been the one that has been dri- driving home after losses. Um, the message of like the the same thing, like you have to play simple. You have to, you have to, you know, be able to come in night in and night out with, with the, the will and the desire to play a simple game to get results. And like I said, like the Seattle game was like the, f- the first time that we've seen that like start to finish mm-hmm. style of play. And, and it, and it worked out. So I think, if that can be a restarting point, let's say the start of the season should have been the starting point. But if the Seattle game couldn't be like a restarting point of like, let's, let's have that game be the model of the culture for this team, the identity of this team. If that can be the, the thing moving forward, it's there's going to be a lot more digestible hockey ahead of, ahead of the mm-hmm.
1: Blackhawks. Does it worry you at all from a Connor? Bedard development standpoint that he doesn't have those two guys going forward for this season. Obviously, he's going to be joined by a lot of uh, players who are in the system and mm-hmm. will be in the system after this draft, which is just loaded with Blackhawks picks. But, mm-hmm. but just from a simple okay next you know four or five months standpoint, is this lost time for Bedard or like what is it? I I think it it makes it a little. More challenging, but I, I
2: this year I was really never worried about his development. I think mm. I think a lot of the things that um, Nick Felino and Corey Perry and Taylor Hall were brought in to do were like off the ice things, being able to um, you know have have some leadership in the locker room, be 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 guys who could talk to the media and be able to kind of shoulder a little bit more of that load. But has been able to handle a lot of it. Um, which to his credit as a very young 18-year-old is, is, again, like it's impressive to see that he's been able to handle it well. But it was to kind of take a little bit of that pressure off. On the ice, you know, you weren't mm-hmm. expecting – I wasn't expecting Corey Perry to be the third on the team in, in scoring. <laughs> wasn't expecting Nick Felino to play on the top line, which he's going to do tonight uh, and has done a number of times. So as far as like Bedard's uh, development, you want to kind of see it go alongside the other guys that you imagine are going to be here – in the same time frame that he's gonna be right. here, especially with with the on ice development. You wanna see him and Philip Kuroshev grow chemistry and, and grow their mm. their skill sets, which skill sets which they've been able to be doing. Uh, you wanna see him grow alongside Lucas Reichel, who I'm more worried about his development than Connor Bedard's development to be to be quite right. honest. So I think those are the guys that like when you see their development, like where where does it stack up? Because those are the guys that are going to be here longer. Mm-hmm. Um for on the ice things off the ice things. I I think there, there's still an, a good group of veterans around that, you know, can, can show, you know, the young players can show Bedard more of the, like how to be an NHL yeah. pro.
1: And a lot, a lot of this things. is just, okay, you, you've got 82 games. He's never played 82 games in a season before, right? Like, so yeah. let, let's get you through this. Yeah. Take care. You know, like yeah certainly never 82 NHL games.
2: No, no, of course not. No. Yeah. yeah I, I think there's a lot that goes into it and, and, you know, he's his his family has been around the city a lot, which mm-hmm. I think is is good for him to kind of acclimate to everything. He's not, you know, just a he's not an 18 year old kid on his own living with, you know, a, a random veteran or anything, just trying to navigate things like he's had his family around, which is good. Um, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Like, I I, I, th- I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of worrying that I've seen mm-hmm. in our chats and, and online and everything about you know, down the road, like when his, when his, when his entry level deal is up, what's going to happen when he's no longer an RFA, what's going to happen. I think there's no reason to, to worry right. that, you know, anything is, is going to drive him away or anything like that. I th- I, I think he is uh, he's acclimating to the city. He's acclimating to the team. Um, he knows his role within the organization, mm-hmm. and I think he's he's doing a good job of embracing yeah, it.
1: Everyone's making a big deal of what's happened in the past week, but yeah. all that just is you know a week from now, everyone will have forgotten about this. And
2: knowing that the rumor and speculation and all the bullshit that was going around, knowing that that was denounced by media, and mm-hmm. I, I know Charlie Romeliotis and Phil Thompson both said like I this is not true. So commendable for them to, you know, have to face that. Um, But also now from Kyle Davidson and now from Corey Corey Perry, (laughs) it's just like, okay, all that is like, I hope that wave has crashed and doesn't return to shore. And honestly, it's, it's good to see from what Kyle Davidson did. Like that was his opportunity Mm -hmm. on Tuesday to stand in front of the media and be able to at least say something of resolution and stand up for, you know, for Bedard and, and, and what he and his family had to had to deal with over the last week. So people were saying like, Oh, the management screwed this up and Bedard's going to hate, you know, the team and all this stuff. They, they, they did what they could in the timeline that they could do it. And then when it, was when they were able to come forward with more information and, and be able to say it emphatically, they did it. So yeah. I, I, I'm really not worried about him uh, in in the long term. I think so long as there is on ice success in the near future, um, you know, I, I don't think he's a guy that's looking to get out of Chicago. There's worse markets to go and play hockey in like Edmonton. or St. Louis or St. Louis or
3: Nashville
1: or Nashville even though it's a good party city or Detroit Patrick Kane yes Um, (laughs) we're going to talk about Patrick Kane uh, but first I want to tell you about the Black Friday savings time at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake and look uh, I I just said Black Friday it actually goes through tonight at Fox Lake so if you want to capitalize capitalize on this offer you probably have to stop watching us and well you actually can you can still watch us yeah just put us on in your car yeah, exactly. Yeah, use yeah. your Bluetooth situation. You can listen. If but you
2: if you live in the city, it'll take you about an hour 15 to get out to Fox Lake. I know that because that's can. my area. There you go. Yeah.
1: As one of the top selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Land's largest Chevy inventories up there at Ray Chevrolet. And all month long, people have saved big at Ray Chevy during the Black Friday sales event where they have chosen from over 100 Silverados in stock. And that Silverado is the perfect tailgate vehicle and when they chose that, they not only got the perfect tailgate vehicle, but they got 0% financing with $0 down and zero payments until 2024. They also got a free oil change, and that's what anyone can get at Ray Chevrolet and Fox Lake, free oil change. All you need to do is mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change. It's an offer you won't want to miss, but you have to schedule it by November 30th, which is today. So dial them up. Buy with confidence with the rate price promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership. In many cases, other dealers will raise the price on you when you come into the dealership saying things like, are you a recent college graduate? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? In most of those cases, the answer is no. And that's when the other dealers raise the price on you saying the price online that you saw included limited rebates that you just don't qualify for. At Ray, that is never the case. The price you see online is the price you pay with no add-ons or hidden fees ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which may make the price lower than you see online. So visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to get your Black Friday savings. They've been serving the community since 1963.
2: Find new roads. I actually got my car, uh, oil change at Ray and I told them like hey I've I've heard of CHGO. Can Were I do that? Head, yeah. <laughs> and they uh they said yeah, no problem. So it's it's a nice uh nice dealership, nice facility they got out there, nice little waiting room. Coffee was good. So yeah. Head out to to Ray, get that done. They are good auto people. And hey, you know, talk about Good people, the good people at Circa Sportsbook, they are out to get you the best lines, the best money splits, and the best models to make the most money off of your bets and to make them work. Circa strives to have games at a minus 110 split uh, on their menus, Other, unlike other sportsbooks, which may use minus 115 or minus 120 splits. Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets uh, compared to other books. So that's why you want to use Circa Sportsbook. They do not limit players based on their winnings as well. Every player has the same limits unlike those other books who do limit winning players. So if you're on a heater, Circa is not going to tell you that hey, you got to stop betting because you're taking too much money from us. Take all the money from Circa that you want. <laughs> they encourage bettors to download and explore all sports betting apps available and compare the lines from each of them to Circa Sportsbook and they are confident that Circa is going to have the best live lines out there. They are real there are real people behind the Circa Sports brand as well and they work to resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use chatbots. Get out of here. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. So download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com illinois-app and sign up today. Also, be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem uh call 1-800 gambler that eight hundred four two six two five seven three, 426 1-800-426-2573 or text gamb g-a-m-b to 833-234 or visit are you really com. nice gams 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 take a load off your gams uh, hey! Shout out to Cricket
3: who uh, said Kane said he vaguely thought about returning with that sort of sly face, and then Mario, you know what happened next? A dollar in the super Appreciate chat. Appreciate it, job. Cricket. I love <laughs> that you. you're
2: you're bringing the bit to this podcast yeah, that's as well. Fun. I like yeah. that, keeping it alive. Yeah, I mean, his comments today. Uh, he's in Detroit. Blackhawks are in Detroit. They play again at uh, six o'clock tonight. Five thirty pregame show on the CHGO Blackhawks. Uh, pre-game show he's there he's not playing uh he's going to take some time to get acclimated to the team get into the lineup he's targeting their game in buffalo to be his first game uh funny how that all works out but um spoke to chicago media and uh said some words that i'm just thrilled about so kevin you want to
1: go into well, I, it? I have to go to the cash machine because i'll be paying my dollar penalties all all day long because <laughs> you guys know how I feel I I know you guys have been a you know blanket I don't I don't, I don't want to say you're against Kane coming back but you guys have just kind of been like you are, we are.
3: I, look
2: the idea of him returning now doesn't didn't make sense the idea of keeping him around last year didn't make sense because mm-hmm. he did not want to be around a team rebuilding he didn't want to be around a team that was going to be losing he wants to be uh contending for stanley cups he's getting late into his career he just had hip resurfacing surgery where they grind your hip bone down like four nhl players have have had it in the past four two of them never played another game two of them uh, combined, played less than a full season of hockey. One of them being Nick Nicholas Backstrom, who had the, the surgery done, missed an entire year, came back, and this season said, hey, I can't right, play this. Right, right. I can't play anymore. So there's a lot of hope and optimism in what Patrick Kane can, can still bring
1: to the ice. Um, my, my whole thing, though, has been like, oh, well, you know, the, we want – we want uh, Connor Bedard and Kevin want it We want it to be their room. We want to find their way, which, like, okay, I sort of understand, but then you bring in Corey Perry, who does even last 25% wow. of the season. Yeah. You got Taylor Hall, who, who's already hurt. Like, to me, like, would it have been worse to have Kane here, and, you know, in the same way? Like, especially somebody whose um, you know, style of play, whose pedigree is so similar to Connor Bedard, who, mm-hmm. is, who has been – one of the top stars in the league to me like you would have been able to learn so much from that like okay i kind of understand like you don't you know taves you didn't know what you were getting with him yeah he does hold the c um and quite frankly taves in his last couple years maybe didn't wear the c as quite as well as we would have wanted him to so i understand that part of it um so, but I also understand, okay, well, Kane, Kane wants to win a cup. And I, I know that we all hated watching him and, and number 19, the past couple of years here, not having a chance to win, to yeah. win anymore. It was hard. Um, I will say this. I certainly hate the fact that he's going to be on a Detroit Red Wings team because like last year, you know, I don't hate the Rangers. I tuned in. I wanted the Rangers to go deep because of Patrick yeah. Kane and had Taves been traded, I would, it would have been the same way. Mm-hmm. I can't root for the Red Wings in this year's playoffs. Wait, hold on! I got some for you. That's fine.
0: Detroit sucks. <laughs> Detroit sucks.
2: There you go. Yeah, I mean, De- Detroit will always suck forever and ever, forever. But yeah. I think you know, it's the, the the rivalry, the fire behind it has slowly died over the last ten years. So, mm-hmm. I, I I listen. I understand. There's a, a large portion of the fan base that uh, doesn't like it and is mad about it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's I think there's also the the side of it where I think a lot of a lot of people, the the fire is not there, and so it's it's weird. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, it's look if, if Patrick King can come back from this surgery, be even seventy five percent of what he was before, mm-hmm. um, that would be more than that would be more than he showed in you know last season in his time in Chicago. Um, then that's good for him. It's it's good for the league when the Red Wings are are relevant because they the league benefits from the original six teams being good um and if if he can hang around play a few years maybe he you know finishes out his final competitive years with teams trying to you know cup chase or anything like that if he wants to have a swan song in two or three years or four whatever back here in chicago like dennis savard did fine like, like
1: you said, there. I mean, there's no guarantee with with the surgery that he's had. I mean, there's no guarantee that he's on the ice when they come here for the United States. Yeah, st- he might the United not, he might not play this
2: whole season. Like, who, yeah. who knows what's going to happen? So,
1: I mean, it's, we're still going to have we still going to have pictures of him in a Red Wings. Yeah, sweater, it's, it's which, weird. Which hurts the soul. My, my
2: buddy texted me his uh, his order from uh, Fanatics. He Ugh. bought a he bought, he bought a Kane Kane Red Wings jersey. I'm like awesome. Terrible. Yeah. said some, said some words to him. In, well, in I mean, I was too. like the
1: biggest Jonathan Taves super fan. Um, I love Jonathan Taves is probably my second favorite athlete in Chicago sports history behind number 34. I still could never bring myself to buy a Jonathan Taves University of North Dakota jersey. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> being being a Wisconsin yeah. alum, so it's a that's
2: a sweet jersey though. Yeah. I've I've seen them around. I think uh, I think Kevin or I'm not uh, Kevin. Greg has one. Does like, he? Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. They're they're beautiful sweaters, but so. yeah, it'll be weird. Um, but I, I think it's I I'm more intrigued to see what happens with him being reunited with the I mean Ooh. that, that'll, that's another wrinkle to it. That'll, uh, that'll be fun to see if they can rekindle some of the chemistry that they had when they were both here. Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to who next, uh, Patrick Kane wants to follow That's a former Blackhawk. Like maybe he'll go to, uh, Arizona and play with Nick Schmaltz. Like he just <laughs> loves a reunion tour. Who knows what's going to happen. Schmaltz still playing. He is. Yeah. Is he good? I, Ask the PHX group. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch the Coyotes. Uh, sod, is on the, sod is on the Blues. Sod's on the yeah. Blues, yeah. See, and that's the thing. Had he, had Patrick Kane, it, it wouldn't have made sense because they're not contending for anything. Had he gone to like Nashville or St. Louis, mm-hmm. I'd be dropping words. Yeah, I, I'd be, I'd be. See, I
1: still hate the Red Wings more than I hate those teams. I yeah. and I, I think it's a so generational I it. thing because I, I remember Lawrence when we were growing up. Oh, I hated him. I I, mean, but everyone, than but anything, I, but the the group, the the fans that were a little older than us hated the North Stars more sure. than anything. Mm-hmm. I never quite understood that the same oh. way. What are you talking yeah. about, Cicerelli. Of, absolutely, <laughs> but on. like I did, it didn't. Dino Dino didn't right.
2: resonate. Yeah, it
1: didn't resonate as much for me. Like, oh. I, I still hate the Red Wings. I still think like I still want to go two and zero against them because they are the Red Wings and not just because it's two wins. Like, right, yeah,
3: can, yeah. I guess I don't know. I, I mean,
1: yeah. half of the North Side of Chicago is people who are for here from Michigan. Like, you want, the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I, the the deep rooted
2: rivalry is still there. I but I think I, I I couldn't off the top of my head name a memorable game since. The Brent Seabrook Game Seven Overtime Winner. Like I, 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 I tried to do. Well, it I mean, today. there you haven't
1: been. I mean, there's probably been one. Uh, only like twenty.
2: Yeah, if that. Yeah, yeah. if you're not counting preseason games. <laughs> so, uh, by
3: the way, quick shout out to Cricket who get through us another two dollars to say. Uh, suck.
0: Perfect. <laughs> sucks.
2: That's actually Cricket recording that. Thanks, Cricket. Actually. Yeah, she's a,
1: she's a loyal from our show. Love it. Seven forty five. Moto fan says, "I'm just glad my favorite hockey player, number eighty eight, found a team he can enjoy playing with." Yeah. It's a nice farm family that he went off off to. (laughs) Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, you want to see Patrick Kane uh, be, you know, happy and successful. I mean, he's he's a much different person Mm -hmm. than he was years ago. And I think, you know, he's got, you know, a young kid. He's got – he's in the very few final years of his career, maybe final games of his career, who knows – So you want to, you know, for the appreciation for what he brought to Chicago, you want to see him at
1: least go out on his own accord uh, in in the way that, you know, he should. So would you be against like a end of the season, you know, I'm retiring a Blackhawk sort of signing?
2: If they wanna if they wanna do that, like if he's if he's at the end of this year, he's like that was the last I'll ever play in the NHL and he signs a one day like they did with Hosa and he retires a Blackhawk, beautiful, perfect. I think they should do that. Mm-hmm. Especially if he comes here and does a podcast with you guys. Sure. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. I, I, I have a water bottle. I have in my I, office still. I have no doubts that they'll do that with um with Keith and Seabrook and Taze and Kane like they'll they'll do all of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, even though Keith didn't te- or uh, Seabrook didn't technically play for anybody after he retired with the Blackhawks, same thing with Hosa. like they still did it. Um, I think they'll they'll do that for all of those guys because because yeah. that's where their their legacy is cemented.
3: Shout out to Jamie, who's, this is a great comment. So it still bothers me that Cameron had in had on the Red Wings jersey and Ferris <laughs> Bueller's Day Off. I agree. That sucked. I always John Hughes me.
1: was a Red, Red well, Wings. Screw that! It's yeah. a
3: Chicago movie. What are you doing putting him in that? It's Bullshit. I
2: think. I think what's true, un- Cameron. I think what's what's uh, less true about you know him being like a Red Wings fan in the city is that when they're going around the city, not a single person in Chicago <laughs> shit talks him for that <laughs> yeah. for that jersey. That's like sure. he's just sitting well, at that, Wrigley that Field unbothered.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> at that yeah. point the Red Wings were terrible. They were like the the 1980s. trackers, sure. yeah, right? Yeah. So I don't know. By the way, Judge, one of the last things John Hughes ever did in his life was go to the Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. Did you know that? Really? hmm I did not know that. He was there.
0: Good way to go out.
1: <laughs> if you're a Red Wings yeah. fan. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Casey, what do you got for us?
0: I have more for you? I don't know. It
1: just seems like you're catching up on work over here. What, what do we no, miss? No,
0: I just feel like you guys didn't need me today. You guys <laughs> were going in a direction. That's what happens
1: when I have an extra large coffee.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just, no. I'm full of energy. I obviously I'm glad to have seen the Corey Perry statement. I think it's time. Like I think you said what Jay said, what what Greg has said, it's time to heal and move forward from it. Um, Those are just kind of my closing thoughts on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You still have good guys like Nick Foligno and some of the other players on this team that can be a role model for, Connor, and he seems like he has a, a good head on his shoulder anyway. Absolutely. You guys interview him all the time. Yeah. We saw him at the draft. Um, it's, a, it's a solid statement. It covers everything that you need to know. It covers that he's sorry, it squashes the rumor, mm-hmm. it shows you that he's going to work on himself because a lot of people need that like resolve feeling of like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's just what I would say, you know, in closing.
1: Got to have been a tough week for him. So yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the other side of things is just like, you think about what him and, and his family are going through. Cause now all of a sudden, you know, I, I'm not one to speak about, you know, experiences with substance abuse or anything like that. But, you know, you gotta think that this kind of incident is, is something that weighs heavy on, on him and, and, and his family for how it happened. And, fallout from it. Like he's, he signed a $4 million contract to be here and no other team in the NHL was going to give him $4 million yeah. at this stage in his career. So, you know, that's a big chunk of change. That's not, that's yeah. no longer, you know, going to be coming to you. So, um, you know, that's, that's a big ramification of it. And, you know, I, I, I hope that, uh, it, it almost sounds weird to say, but I'm, I'm, it's kind of a, a positive resolution to it that, this was the extent of what happened and he is very clearly like apologetic for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also like taking steps to like get help and hopefully it's, you
0: hope he is. You hope he's not just saying that. Right. I yeah. Mean,
2: yeah. Um, you know. and, and, and yeah, hopefully it's, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, the organization and Perry and, um, you know, whoever else was involved in can like, come to some like resolution and, and conclusions with it uh, and, and hopefully
1: all move forward in, in a positive direction. Yeah. Casey, you went to Nashville. You came back with Connor Bedard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Prediction. Was time.
2: he in the car? I missed
0: uh, yeah, that. I, I just <laughs> yes. him yes, shoved him in a bag.
1: Shoved in a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Prediction like, time. Back. Will you go to Nashville and come back with Shohei Otani?
0: Yes. Oh. One for one. No, I don't know. I hope so. I I heard rumors that he didn't like all the teams. He said he wasn't going to go to a team that was talking about him a lot. Okay. Did you guys hear that?
1: I mean, that's probably everybody. I mean, that kind of that, that kind of sucks
0: because that, that's like I,
2: thirty MLB teams. That right? actually probably <laughs> means he's going to the White Sox because no one's <laughs> there. We go. Going to the
0: White Sox. I have a bad feeling he'll end up in LA. Just or, I mean, he was obviously already in California, but mm-hmm. I know him Dodgers, being a Dodger
3: makes sense. A Dodger, yeah.
0: And I think sadly that's where I think this is going. But I would love to have him as a Cub. I would love to bring him back from the winter meetings. Best Christmas ever. That
1: would be amazing. <laughs> we on, deserve Dad, it here at CHGO. We it deserve habit, it happen, There'd be some good stuff. No more stuff. bad news. Only good news.
0: Yes. We need some good news in this city. All right.
1: Well, we appreciate you tuning in to the Chicago Sports Podcast. Thanks to Mario for stepping in and... Lending is Blackhawks expertise. That was a, a great show. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Casey. Thanks to Lawrence. I'm Kevin Kata, head of content at CHO We'll see you in Nashville next week.
0: We all like the mayor.